0: Okay, so the topic today we're going to talk about is uh, which is better, blogging or freelance writing. And this was kind of a idea that came across. I had a viewer once comment about how freelance writing was a joke and that you can't really make any money with it, and that you should write for yourself. I'm like, okay, um, I made a living out of it and bought a house, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I was just yeah, All this right. isn't a rental. This is I bought this shit. <laughs> so anyway, but I can see, um, I can see his point about uh, writing for yourself and making money. The Problem is, is that it doesn't instantly happen. It's like what?
1: Uh, did, what? Do you remember what kind of freelance writing he was doing?
0: Um, he was commenting on one of my text broker text broker videos and said it was a joke.
1: So, like, text broker specifically, yeah, and content mills, that type of freelancing, content mill stuff.
0: But the way he went off, he was—it sounded like he was uh-huh. talking about all freelance writing, and that you shouldn't uh, go into freelance writing, and that you should only write for yourself and make money that way.
1: Okay, well, he's mm-hmm. entitled to his wrong opinions, but nothing yeah. like. <laughs> um,
0: like what set me off is how he said, like, it's you can't make any money uh, as a freelance writer. I'm like. Dude, YouTube is full of freelance writers. <laughs> you are doing this shit. What the hell? He's smoking. Right.
1: Yeah, like uh okay.
0: Megan Grant makes know. Megan Grant makes like three to four times more than I do.
1: Sure. And she yeah. right,
0: she she's hardcore at it. So and then you have Jordan Mickel uh Mikkel. Um yes. yes. There's like a there's a whole bunch.
1: Well, like, um Oh shoot! And now my my mind's going blank as soon as I'm about <laughs> to say, well, like Carol Tice, uh, mm-hmm. Jane Friedman, uh, so many. I'm Nicole Deeker. Um Yeah, there's plenty of freelancers that make high five figures, six figures. Oh yeah. And, and if you're doing copywriting and you get a good, you get some high-end clients there. I mean, you could go high, high up above. You know, uh, hundred thousand. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you you could you could make bank with that if you're good, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know, like not everyone is going to do that, obviously, but yeah, but the top freelancers in that maybe their argument was more about active income versus passive income. Um, cause like you can only leverage your your time so far. I mean, I could agree with that. Like there is more of a kill yeah. with freelancing, like because uh, you can only you only have so many hours in a day. So there's no more leverage beyond that. And you can only charge so much
0: yeah. Per word, you
1: know, per, per hour, per, per word, project, per page, yeah. yeah, per project. So, I mean, I see what he was getting at was that with, uh, with blogging, uh, affiliate marketing, passive income, you can create multiple streams of income, Yeah. you know, whereas with freelancing, you can do multiple clients and that's about as far as you can go with it. Yeah. So, but to say that, oh, like <laughs> there's no money in freelancing.
0: Yeah, that that's what set me off on it. Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, whatever. Uh, like I did a blog post a while ago uh, comparing why um, I've been doing more blogging than writing on Textbooker. and as an example, I took one of my blog posts and showed that was in
1: 2018, October or something. 2018.
0: <laughs> Chris is a fan.
1: <laughs> I actually no, I just looked it up because I remember oh. <laughs> we talked about that before, so I looked it up today. Oh, okay. um, sorry. Go ahead. So the
0: comparison was um, so, like, if I write this article, I would make X amount of money from TextBroker. Whereas yeah. if I blog, just an AdSense alone paid me five times more than what I would have got out of TextBroker over time.
1: Over time. Yeah. For some articles, though. So not yeah, for for, everyone.
0: yeah, for some articles. Not but all. Yeah.
1: Kind of 80 20 rule, but yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like uh, my uh, buy me a coffee review is still number one in Google. And mm. it generates more traffic to my site than any other blog post. And just in that review alone, um I've made a lot of money just in AdSense. Thank That's you. not including the anytime I get a referral for Referrals. buy me a coffee, I get money from them. Sure. I've had a lot of people uh support what I do by buy me buying me a coffee. Um one person became a member. Um so there's like well, actually I've got two actually paying members. Uh-huh. Chris included.
1: Oh, right. Oh, like the ongoing subscript- yeah. subscription.
0: Yeah. And I've got another one on top of that. So, um, Woo-hoo. so there's uh you can make quite a bit of money off owning your own website. Problem is that a lot of people make it sound like that you can just start today and quit your job. And it just, oh, God. Yeah. It's, it doesn't work that way.
1: <laughs> no, it does not. Um, although it's, the closest way to do that would be content mills like technically you could sign up today and you know if you get approved like text broker might take a while it seems like they were yeah. dragging the last i mean on and off it depends but within a couple of weeks once you get or once you get approved yeah you could be making money uh you'd be getting paid the next week yeah but um but yeah blogging my goodness that uh it takes some time although what you were just saying though about um with your your older video of uh, freelance or um, blogging versus text broker, yeah, um, it, it you kind of almost proved the guy's point what he was saying. I mean,
0: yeah, not indirectly. the ex- yeah.
1: not the extreme of what he was saying, but I think it kind of you know yeah, kind of validated you... what he was. What if he wasn't such a douche? What he would What he yeah. would have said is that you can You can make a lot more money with blogging over yeah. time if uh, your stuff starts to rank.
0: But like we said, that was just one blog post out of sure. I have like more than six six hundred articles on Rider Sanctuary, and a handful of them actually make money. Yeah. So what
1: it, What do you think your average is?
0: Um, like
1: you were saying, I think in that video you're saying one. Your best ones could make 30 or 40 bucks
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, like so far per year um i think i made way more than that with just the uh, buy me a coffee one now
1: oh, but nice uh,
0: mostly it was the textbook or stuff that was making the most money but then the buy me a coffee and the ko-fi stuff started taking off recently so i don't know what it is about now hmm. i know that my average uh rpm in adsense has gone up quite a bit uh, especially since uh, I activated <laughs>
1: since you fixed and it <laughs> yeah, since, I,
0: since I fixed it <laughs> went a whole month without making any money I was like what the hell I thought I was like nobody likes me because I wasn't getting any views and no adsense and I looked at it closer and like um, when you install AMP on WordPress you break a lot of shit <laughs> so after I fixed everything voila <laughs> magic Back up to where I was. Nice. I get a payout this month. Woohoo! <laughs> right, right. How's it going, Ron? And why do I keep getting notifications from shit? Well, oh, that's something else. That's great. Is that okay? So I posted. I, I complained. I think I complained about this last week too. I I added. Uh, I don't know if how many of you guys follow me on uh Instagram. But I shot a picture of myself. I got a haircut. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a haircut. Uh, This is got a haircut for the podcast. It's a hell of a lot cooler than when it hits 95 degrees. So I'm thinking to myself as I'm sitting there, I'm going to start getting some uh, notification from people who want to do collabs. Sure enough, I got two before we started the live stream.
1: (laughs) Really? Yeah. Are they like real things or just random stuff? I don't
0: of? know. And like, if you're really interested, in my twenty followers, there's something wrong with your product, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the oh, these are like people you yeah you know, you've never heard of.
0: Yeah, it's like that it goes along the lines with that one company who wanted me to sell watches and shoes. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't wear I I wear a Fitbit. That's the extent of my watches, man.
1: Yeah, the best one I got was uh, take a picture. We'll send you a blue T-shirt. Take a picture of you with the blue T-shirt, and we'll give you fifty bucks. And I'm like, wait a second, it's a plain blue T-shirt with nothing on it. Yeah. So they're some, gonna yeah. put any kind of fucking messages. Yeah. <laughs> they can put anyone's logo, any this, any that. And I'm like, ah. Uh,
0: I eat babies. That, that's, <laughs> that's
1: like the equivalent of like doing porn when you're when you're a teenager, and they're like, we'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and then that shit sticks with you and haunts you for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, that's that's giving something. I don't, something know. A, oh, that I don't wow. know personally, but that sounds good. I mean, it, they're giving you're giving them a green screen to do whatever the hell they want to you. <laughs> that's
1: exactly that's exactly what it was a green screen.
0: Um, let's see, who are behind here? Who SBA, idle, small business disaster loans. That's what they do. Um, disaster.
1: Wow, we were way off. Yeah. <laughs> Linda Ray, we have no idea what you guys do.
0: But you guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually, sounds like us. I have no idea what the hell we. Do.
0: I had to oh restart the chat. At least they can stay on topic for longer than five minutes. Um, had to restart the chat. It wasn't showing everyone else. Hello, peeps. How's it going, Ron? Hey, Ron. Uh, wow, did you get paid retro? Um, no. This was all like uh when I. Did the blog post essentially? I just wrote it, and now I generate uh, income from AdSense, and um, that's just how much it's made over the years, and it just keeps going and going and going. And so, um, I started write trying to write more articles like that, unless I'm text broker because it over the long term I would make more money. But that's well, that's like Chris was bringing up was uh, uh, I was kind of proving that guy's point to an extent because. It still took a year and a half before I made that much money. And so as opposed to the instant 15 bucks I could have made from Textbroker right here, right now, just cross my fingers and hope that I'm able to make more than that later. Um,
1: yeah, with uh, going back to that freelancing versus blogging thing.
0: The Rain? That's a good song, Ron.
1: Oh, yeah, we got CCR in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, I have
0: that CD, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I had it too. But did you have the album?
0: Uh, no, mom. I think mom does though.
1: So. Mom is the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh shit! I forgot what I was going to say now.
0: Um. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well.
1: God damn it! I finally had a <laughs> something to say that was on topic. Uh,
0: it's okay. Some days I don't know what I do. Um. Yeah. I. I. I feel like that every day.
1: <laughs> what was my job again? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. This is a podcast about blogging. <laughs> it's like I was on uh, every. I think this is probably the longest we've actually stayed on topic. And if you notice, this is also the fewer viewers we've had.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: What, people what like it when you? we're... And, yeah, and people, who's
1: not here today? Guess what yeah. that tells
0: you. No. People like us when we're drunk, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we should just start oh, doing a drunk
1: podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Well, you'll you'll have to... Uh, I'll drink for both of up, us. <laughs> it's up to you to derail today. I'm.
0: All All right. I was kind of hoping that mom would show up because I have my... Duck farts. Um, mixins don't for a duck that. fart. Yep. Oh, my God. Right I've got Crown Royal and Bailey's. <laughs> so I was going to pour one for Mom, but she's not here yet, so...
1: Oh, well, why don't you suck a duck butt for me? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, I might be able to make two out of that. Yeah, I got my mixer <laughs> glass and everything ready to go.
1: Oh, I know. I was going to say, um, with our blogging versus freelancing. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about... When would people want to go with one versus the other? And of course, there's like a million different ways you could go with it. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as money, which is where the uh, the other guy was going in the oh. comments on your video before. Are we, am I back? Yep, you're back. Okay. And uh, so from the money angle, um, I think freelancing is like if you need money, you got to go with freelancing, right? Because like it's going to take you forever to get blogging to start bringing you some money. Yeah. um, That's what I did. Content mills. I would say if someone was looking for a a path, a pathway, step by step, I would start with content mills. Then from there, you could, what, you could go to getting your own clients.
0: Yep. I went to LinkedIn and got mine.
1: Right. Then you, and you can do a combination of those two until you either drop the content mills and you go all clients, private clients. Yep. And then uh, you could be somewhere along the way, you could be starting a blog, building it up as you go. And eventually, do you want to replace freelancing with blogging so that you're going blogging all the way now? (laughs) 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 Or uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the route I want to go, although I'll I'll skip the private clients uh, (laughs) because I have my reasons. Uh, well, actually, I'm shit. I'm skipping everything, Right. Lately, but um... beat me to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you keep uh, you keep posting all your older stuff, and I'm like, I'm waiting for you to post something new. <laughs>
1: I did one, one post.
0: I saw. One post. Oh no, that's right. You did. Well, there was two. There was one that you wrote, Ryan, and then the Ryan other one on Ryan's one blog. Yeah, that's what Ryan it
1: was. shared the guest post that he did for
0: you. Yeah. Oh, Which I, I read.
1: Tweeted it. That's that's uh, yeah. what you got your. <laughs> Ducks all, right. all out of a row. Yeah, that's
0: why I like the image looks familiar, but the layout's different. And I'm like, oh, that's not even his blog. <laughs> <laughs> Which I went ahead, Red, anyway. It was a good blog. Let, uh, let's
1: see. Who do we have with us today? we got Ron. Says, We've got Linda Ray.
0: Sam is, is... Ron the
1: only one in our chat right now who does... Uh, writing? Writing?
0: Um, Probably. <laughs> Probably he says why not well, do both
1: well Sam's here, but she's almost as bad as me
0: <laughs> well, she hasn't had any actual practical practical like take two you're done well, practical, you're done,
1: Dial, you're done. <laughs> practical
0: experience writing is what it is ah. but uh, ron says uh why not do both as you have the time um yeah oh, that's yeah. that's what I'm kind of doing right now is uh well. Of course, normal people aren't trying to do five blogs at once.
1: <laughs> no, they're not.
0: <laughs> but as soon as I, my threshold is that as soon as I bring in three times more than what I make with private clients, then I'll start just doing that full time. Just blogging.
1: What are you going for? You said three three times, times.
0: Yeah, three times more than what I make now. That's my threshold.
1: When you're blogging income? Yeah makes triple what you make now yep wow
0: yep i have uh, lofty goals <laughs> i was gonna
1: just... wow okay swing
0: for the fences man
1: okay cool cool
0: um let's see i love writers i really don't consider myself a writer but i am writing a memoir oh that's right oh, uh there you she go. Okay. was using scrivener and I do engage in a ton of copywriting for our marketing purposes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All you right, go. I
1: got you. Ron's working on his next article for Medium. Cool. Okay, so so Ron's going more of well, I would What would you uh, call that? Well, it's uh. well, it's good. kind of blogging. It's kind of it's web s- 2.0ing. Yeah. I
0: would say blogging yeah, I'd say blogging. Yeah, because it's not know.
1: for a client, even though it's on a separate platform.
0: Yeah. And he still has potential to make money he with Medium. He owns the work. Medium, so.
1: Yeah, he owns the work. So so that would fall along in blogging, like a free blogging platform, if you look at Medium that way. Yeah. Or, or not free. I forget. Are you paying, Ron? Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I forget. <laughs> I forget. Um, God, I really haven't done much on the other ones. I've been writing every day for Crossing Colorado. Did you know that WordPress will now yep. tell you when you're on a streak for publishing articles? Really? Yeah. I That's noticed nice. That. I noticed Is that. that in
1: in the app or uh, on, in, on your...
0: On the web browser. If you're in the back end of WordPress and at any point, uh, you'll get your notifications on the right under that little bubble that tells you when you have comments and whatnot. Right. Um. WordPress will tell you how many days you have published in a row.
1: Ah,
0: I'm on an eight-day streak.
1: Well, nice. <laughs> yeah. That is nice.
0: That's kind of cool. Didn't notice that's it before. Cool. So it must have been hmm. fairly recent.
1: Okay. Well,
0: finding, that's good. Let's see, finding keywords I have a chance to rank has been difficult. Um, yeah, that's one the. That's a, one thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, when you're trying to do something like blogging um keep in mind there's a new blog created every half a second and there is a world literally of competition out there now not all of them are going to be successful in fact i think it's 80 percent of all blog starts today will be gone in 12 months um
1: sounds about right
0: but there's still a ton of competition out there so you have like especially like with the niches that i'm in it's stupid competitive (laughs) yeah so like when i get something in the top 10 of google i'm thrilled but uh it it can be quite difficult and it's it's a lot of these experts make it sound like you can just get started right now and in six months you'll be able to quit your job and have like ten thousand dollars a month and shit and i'm like that doesn't work that way especially if you have a job and you're working full-time while you're blogging they want you to write was it? 12, 2,500 words is the um, key point for an article to score on the top of Google. And then you have to do SEO, LSI, and search intent research, which eats up a shit ton of time. So if you have a full-time job and they want you to write a blog post every day at 2,500 words, including all the, re, uh, the research, goodbye to your social life. Well, no,
1: that's why you have to buy the, the oh, yeah. keyword the... research tool that they use. <clears throat> that uh <coughs> they're affiliately yeah
0: Wow.
1: Well, <laughs> there you go pretty much yeah well yes. and sometimes though they will um what should i say the ones that get me are the ones that are like they'll show you i just created this website six months ago and look at you know uh, the numbers i'm getting but it's yeah. like or i just wrote an email and i just made two thousand dollars with one email and it's like but they don't tell you that they've been doing this shit for 12 years (laughs) and it's like yeah yeah this one website was only six months old but they had a a network established they had you know a learning curve but
0: i don't know well those are crazy Uh, numbers yeah that's uh, they are um it's like one of my biggest pet peeves about that is that The experts say that you have to have 2,500 words. Well, that is taken from an average across every industry. Not every search needs that. I come across stuff all the time that score in the top one or two results in Google that have less than 400 words. It all comes down to the content and who you're trying to target. Um, That's something else they don't uh, tell you either. That really gets my goat
1: right and plus like it depends on your audience because yeah. if your audience doesn't want to read 2500 fucking words right. every time like forget about it like some some people love short snappy 500 word posts mm-hmm. you know so
0: like i found the the um what is it What i'm trying to think of uh the key to tutorials for wordpress is 1200 words now this is based off of four years of experience. We wrote articles at 600 words, 800 words, 1,200, 2,000 words. And the ones that hit around the 1,200 word mark are the ones that do awesomely in Google. <laughs> and they have the highest retention rates. So okay. 1,200 words for a tutorial is the, is the key point, um, but, which goes to show that not everything can be based on those averages. Right. Yeah,
1: and for context, for those who are like, oh, 1200 words, that's what I got to write. That's for WordPress blogging, yeah, tutorials. tutorials,
0: yeah. So, and that's just things like your mileage may vary, yeah, how to install a plugin in WordPress. Uh, like we used, uh, I think it was WP forms, and it was uh, all we did, we went from 800. Words and we just increased it to 1200. I had the writer add a few other plugins of interest that do plugging or that do uh, contact forms, and then we answered a few questions that were in people also asking Google. So, just adding 400 words to the article over six months increased the traffic by over 200%. That's all we did. Oh, yeah. All we did was add 400 words. It took us a half hour. (laughs) Not even that. So I'm like see yeah i know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> well that, that one case my favorite though is when we increased the one article by eight thousand percent and that was like eight thousand percent sounds like a lot but technically that's only the difference between one visitor and um 80 <laughs> yeah 80 well, if it was
1: only one visitor, yeah. is
0: that all it was? Uh, no, no. This article was oh, actually okay. in the hundreds, and so when we oh, jacked okay. it up by eight thousand percent, we're talking tens of thousands at this point. So it was, yeah, uh, it, you know, it was like 20, 27,000 over six months. that. Oh, nice. It was stupid high, but all we did to it was add. I think it was two hundred words and a conclusion. That was that was it. <laughs> hmm. Well, so sometimes the simplest changes can set the algorithm off, and your shit can take off.
1: Sure, I remember um, a few years ago, um, on uh, hub pages, writing for hub pages. Um, that was something that people started jumping on was uh, re, <laughs> re- uh, add, add a little bit more to your articles on hub pages, your older articles, and uh, a lot of times they'll get a nice little boost in uh, in traffic and of course it helps a big a big part of it is your domain uh, your domain uh, authority or how well you rank already so yeah. um, but so yeah so like for a big site like hub pages that would work well I remember uh, one of my friends who writes there she would <laughs> like almost every day she would go back to some of her hubs uh, that's what they call the articles yeah uh, and she would just tweak one little thing like she would, like, change one subtitle or uh, add a caption hmm. and a photo or, you know, just add a couple sentences and she'd boost her traffic, you know, and she'd like, yeah. she was getting like, I forget how much she said, but it was like she was boosting her monthly earnings by a good 10, 20%. Nice. Just by <laughs> making little tweaks like that. And I was like, okay, well, hey, if, if it works, it works.
0: Yeah. Um, there was one Uh, one YouTuber that I watch I can't remember his name Um, he's got an accent I quoted him in the other computer center website but um, he improved traffic to one of his blogs just by going in and adding internal links to his newer stuff oh yeah well you can squeeze
1: more juice out of each visitor right yeah
0: and I never do that
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Didn't As if I... I have time to remember oh, that think... shit. <laughs> I say, didn't I?
1: Didn't I scold you about that before? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you did, did that
0: and uh, Amazon links too. <laughs> oh,
1: I had... yeah. oh, speaking of oh, Amazon, that
0: yeah. I had to re-sign up with a new account because I didn't sell anything inside of 180 days. and I completely they dropped for... you? Yep. So I had to sign up a whole new one. So I'm like, I completely forgot because I was going to buy something. <laughs> oh damn. I don't know. That's what know. happens, yeah. When you don't really market your shit very well, you can't expect greatness.
1: <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, so did you get a new account? Is it? Oh up, yeah. Up to... yeah, it's all good.
0: Yeah, I'm back okay. up and running. Um, I okay. got it that day actually, because I went to. So,
1: did you uh go and change out your old links that you have with the Ooh. new uh? The new ID? No,
0: <laughs> not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. I'm like, oh, and I even put in oh, a bunch recently. <laughs> yeah. There's
1: probably a plugin that'll do it like that. I don't know.
0: I don't know. See, that's why I want to put everything in AdSense or uh, in advanced ads because I use advanced ads on my, all my websites, but the links I do mm-hmm. manually. So I'm like, you know, if I just put everything in advanced ads, anytime I have to change stuff like that, I can just go in and change that one ad and then advanced ads will change it for me throughout the entire blog. But it works better for like banner ads and entire sentences and stuff like that. Um, It doesn't monitor any special manual links that I put in. Hmm. So that's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass, but yeah. It's not like I was making a bank account in the first place, which why is shut down?
1: <laughs> right. Well, still though. Especially I would think especially now with your uh Crossing Colorado trying to do thirty posts in thirty days on there. Yeah. I would assume, you know, at least a few of those will be product reviews. So
0: That's oh yeah. Maybe to...
1: get some, get, get something going on there.
0: I've got an know. ice cream review coming up too. And
1: then you have to put internal links. From some of your other posts that get traffic on Crossing Colorado and point them to the, the money pages, the, <laughs> the uh, reviews, the internal link. Well, anyway. I'm you know just... what's
0: great is that I know all this shit. I do it all for... Yeah, I know. You, you
1: probably <laughs> like... I do it for me. clients. <laughs> actually, I've actually written articles for clients yep. teaching this shit. And it's like, I don't even do it.
0: Yep, I, I do it all the time for my clients. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, I do it all the time on Green Geeks' website. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can market the shit out of my company, but I can't do it for myself. I don't know why. I have. I. I know what needs to be done. <laughs> I just need to do it. I think what it is is that... Um, it's fear. Like, it's well, not necessarily well, fear. Not
1: fear. Nervous insecurity. Insecurities. Of, Probably. Sorry. A little bit of uh, imposter I mean, syndrome sound nice, going but... on. No, no, no. No,
0: no you're yeah, right. Yeah,
1: it's imposter syndrome. There you go.
0: But then there's also, I wonder how much of that is my clients are paying me. My blogs aren't, I'm not making a lot of money on the blog. So I don't put them in as high as priority as someone who's actually giving me a paycheck.
1: Well, that's just some stinking thinking right there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what movie is that from?
0: Marketing that's is a jam. Nice.
1: stinking thinking.
0: Well, anyway. Yeah. Linda Ray is awesome at marketing. She... um. Their website or their, their channel exploded and it was uh-huh. rather quick. And so she was all freaking out telling me that, oh, no, it's not going to happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, I bet you'll hit your um, threshold for uh, YouTube partnership program way before I do. And she's, she doubted it. And I told her, no, nah, at the rate you're going. <laughs> and sure enough, their channel exploded. So she, she's got it. Um, Yes, impossible i do Linda Ray
1: does. I mean, I, in your own way, but...
0: Yeah, I, I could, but that would... I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of time. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I think it's one of the most magical things, yeah. Uh, nailed it, Chris. Also, take it from me, it's a full-time job to do the marketing. Yeah, see? Yep. So it's easy yep. to let things go. Yeah. Uh, see, that's where I'm running into is right yep. I think that is all on me, though. Um 5 blogs, 3 channels, and a Twitch stream, 7 despair and the ebook.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's all right. in a week. <laughs> you're you're so you're stretched so thin with so many projects. I mean, you Let's can only optimize another. you can only optimize your time so much. Yeah. You know, to um Yeah, it's tough. I I think uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we got to do for you.
0: <laughs> oh, Sam was saying maybe I should start dropping some stuff. Like, I don't know if well, I Well, not drop
1: completely. Here's what you should do. Here's what you should do. Okay. Keep up the content creation at the pace you are. Right. Okay. Or, or at the pace you were. You know, like uh, something you can maintain at least for the next 30 days. Okay. Maybe this isn't the best time <laughs> because you're doing the Crossing Colorado thing. Oh, yeah. Go back before you started doing the the thirty posts in thirty days on Crossing Colorado. Here's what you do: you go back to what were you how, what uh, before that? How many blog posts were you doing a week across all your sites?
0: Um, on a good week, see, I had three for St. Trader no matter what. Um, okay. And then, oh, see, that's part of the problem is that I got so wrapped up in other stuff. I haven't been able to do much at all this year. Um. Three, four hours sanctuary my I, my ideal is to write three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, 15 blog posts a week I think is what it was
1: is that what you were what you were doing that or you were aiming for that that's what I was
0: aiming for I never I only did it like a couple a handful of times okay but then uh, that's what we
1: actually doing
0: way less <laughs> so I've got well. Um, a large part of that though, is that, um, there have been some major projects for clients that came up recently that I have right. finally finished. Um, or when green geeks needs me to upload one of their videos that takes like two hours of my day, just in the video, uh, stuff alone. And I can't do anything while my machine's uploading because I need a new machine and my internet sucks ass. Um, so, luckily, I don't have to render the video, which is great, because that would take me all day. Right. But uh, they send it to me, and I upload it. I do all their tags and titles and thumbnails and good stuff like that. And that winds up taking a big chunk of my day. And then I've had to do a blog post for them for upcoming WordFest. See, there's WordFest coming up, and then there's like two or three... Um, events that we're hosting for, uh, WordPress organizers to get more women speakers. We've had a few of those I've had to do. Um, so it's been, it's been busy.
1: Oh yeah. I just want to cite, I just want to cite on, um, on that. So you said there was a WordPress event where they're trying to get more women speakers. Yes. Like is this like a panel, like a word, like um, panel kind of discussion?
0: Let's see. In at a word camp, um, right? It's you have essentially uh, they get up on stage and it's like a seminar. Okay. And uh, they talk about uh, a certain topic for like an hour, and then you move on to the next. It's a whole like the good ones are like a weekend long, and they cover all kinds of topics. It's kind of a like a. I don't really know how to describe it because I've only been to WordCamp. So I have no idea what kind of stuff is that out there social wise because I never leave the house, <laughs> but <laughs> right. uh, what it is, is that they're having problems uh, like, uh they want more women speakers to come up and talk about, like if I was to do a WordCamp, I would go up there and talk about how to create content in WordPress. Right. Um, how to use Cause certain tools, yeah, because that's where I specialize. That's in.
1: your cup of tea. There so you
0: go. I can show you how to use uh, I use Yoast SEO and Exact Metrics for the headline analyzer, and then I can show you how to set up, um, how to outline a blog post using headers. That would be a talk that I would give for about an hour, and then they go on move on to something else. Gotcha. So there's like so they'll
1: have like half a dozen, five, ten speakers oh, yeah, throughout yeah. the day. Okay, and so they're trying to get
0: more more women, women, but they're having a hard time? Uh, Some places are. Um, Some places are finding it more difficult to attract women speakers. And so that's what this uh, uh, thing that GreenGeeks is sponsoring is how to engage women to speak at a WordCamp and how to uh, host your own empowerment uh, meetups in your local area. So it's kind of a cool idea. So, I like that. Yeah,
1: we yeah. we need to get more women on those panels because it's like, man, so many times you'll see stuff uh, like on Twitter or something. Yeah. And, oh, this summit coming up. And it's like, it's all dudes, it's mm-hmm. all guys. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. So, and Green Geeks is actually hosting.
0: Yes. That. Oh, I like that. We're hosting one in India. And then in November, I think we have one in Costa Rica. So we do them worldwide. Worldwide, we're doing them with um. Oh, I can't remember her name. She's one of the WordPress community organizers for WordPress, and uh, so she's going to be doing this the uh, webinar or event. And um, but anyway, it's worldwide, and it's had quite a quite a positive impact on um, getting women to. Speak their voice and be up on stage and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Cool,
1: I like that. That's cool. Yeah, dude, drop drop a link for that on Twitter. I'll I'll retweet that. Um,
0: I think Linda, not Linda. <laughs> I think Anna. Um, if you follow Go Green Geeks, Anna, Anna Gargioli, uh, she does yeah. a lot of um tweets that uh, tweets that kind of stuff out. And if I see it, I will uh definitely retweet it from her. Okay. But it's pretty cool.
1: Oh, I like that. Okay.
0: Uh, for me, nothing's hotter than a woman who can code.
1: <laughs> Please don't say that <laughs> at one of those seminars. Oh,
0: no, wow. I, 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 well, I won't be drinking at a webinar or at, at uh, WordCamp. Oh, God. Well, okay. the WordCamp after parties where I'll do that.
1: All right. Here, look. Let me back it up. (laughs) Sorry, I kind (laughs) of derailed us a little myself. Um, Okay, we were talking about what you got to do because you got all these things you're trying to juggle. I would suggest try creating content at the rate that you were, but only post one a week to each site. Same with videos. One video a week to each site or to each channel. But keep creating them so you kind of build up a buffer and then uh, you have a little yeah. breathing room it's like like kind of okay, like what we're tell doing me, with tell me yes yeah, yes the spare. Yeah. tell me how good it feels the last five weeks for creative sanctuary when it's it's all pre-scheduled yeah the 10 videos in a row were pre-scheduled tell me um, tell me how that feels tell, tell me about that it's
0: nice because it's i'm not stressed out i'm like i'm not trying to crunch it out on a saturday night it's like now i have the entire week to work on it so it's okay. nice. You saved so imagine, me a ton of time.
1: Not, nah, imagine <laughs> now that feeling, okay? When, when you've got you've got you know ten posts in the queue for Writer Sanctuary, and they're going to go out one a week yeah. for the next ten weeks. You've got your next ten posts in Crossing Colorado, or whatever you know, Michael Brockbank, and uh, you've got five videos all lined up. Yeah. You know and it's i think you could i think if you just back off for just publishing once a week on each channel blog platform
0: yeah
1: you know and because you're not doing more work that way right mm. you're doing the same amount of work you're just slowing down your your publishing for a little while just so you can build up a buffer
0: so i have like a, a little bit of change at the bank
1: yeah and then you yeah. have a little flexibility in, in your schedule where you can try batching content to be a little more efficient Mm. with your, your time, you know, Um, I don't know. This all sounds good. This all sounds good on paper. Yeah,
0: It sounds great on paper.
1: You're like, yeah, yeah. I wrote an article about this
0: (laughs) for a client last year. Actually, I think I wrote a blog post on Ryerson Dre about this. (laughs) Did you really? I think so. Oh, shit. Schedule. Oh, I wrote a, I wrote an article about scheduling content. That's what it was.
1: We're the kings of talking a good talk, but Man. not walking it.
0: Yeah, do as I say, not as I do.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Well, well, anyway.
0: this is That was for people who have one blog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, speaking of publishing a book, if you publish a book.
0: Yeah. Um, I actually have been working on it. Uh, the, That's what I hear. It's I'm kind of excited about it. It's I might actually be done with it this month.
1: This is your uh, audio, um, auto, audio, audio, audio biographically.
0: <laughs> I'm the one drinking, people. <laughs> it's the autobiography that I'm writing of how I got started uh, freelance writing in general. And it covers how I had to shut down the computer center, the depression I faced, uh, starting off with a uh, tax broker, having to deal with imposter syndrome, not feeling like I'm good enough for anything um, it's really writing it has depressed the shit out of me. Like I had a really, <laughs> really sad beginning.
1: <laughs> oh well, but, and it only got better.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. kind of. <laughs> not a, I've been I've been facing a world of hurt since uh, two thousand twelve, yeah. and um, it's been getting like the last couple of years have been awesome. Like everybody. Uh, even though 2020 went to shit for everybody else, 2020 was actually my banner year. And 2021 is going to surpass it. So I feel kind of bad <laughs> for everybody else because I'm doing so well. But um, I did have to go through a decade of some of the worst shit a parent could ever possibly go through. So it's really depressing to write. And uh, I don't know, there's times where I, c- I feel bummed out while I'm writing. I'm like, wow, I. I had to go through a ton of crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's 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 depressing, but I'm excited to finish it. Um, hmm. I'm not I'm not writing it to look for sympathy. I'm, I the whole idea behind it was to show that anybody can do it if you put in the effort to do it, and like all these people that say that content mills are crap, that's where I started, and I bought a house. So you can do it. Right. It it just takes a lot of work and dedication.
1: That was a lot of 500 word articles to get out. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I went back and I was helping um somebody recently on um I w- see I don't want to like dox him, but one of my viewers uh asked me for some help about um trying to get into tax So I told him, "Yeah, go ahead and take a look at your stuff. I won't fix it. I won't write it for you, but I'll tell you what you need to fix in it. And so out of curiosity, I went through and looked back at my stuff in tax Do you know how much money I made in teams and direct orders alone? How much? Holy shit. I made way more money on those than the open pool ever. Yeah. And all I can think is like more than half my income came from those. And we're talking tens of thousands of dollars here. Yeah, so i'm like yeah. holy shit i had no idea i made that much money on teams that was insane. oh yeah that's insane
1: <laughs> yeah you get some of those teams one especially once you get in the groove on it and you like they have a template they want you to follow mm. or just like you get the, they want you to do a 300 400 words yeah and it's like the same shit rinse and repeat man
0: you get you, that you, groove and bam bam yeah. bam bam you pump yeah. them suckers out like there was yeah. one um that i belonged to i still belong to him and uh, they only pay 1.37 cents a word, which is less than four star.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: the, the the kicker is, is that these are some of the most mindless, dumb, easy pieces of content you could possibly write. They say here's the keyword, match, uh, write something that reflects this website. There you go. You could write whatever you want. Yeah. And so I could blast those out so fast those ones i was making like 30 bucks an hour doing because i could just rip Mm. through them so fast yeah so you make you can make banky in some of those good teams Mm. uh there's there's times where i miss doing it um i met a lot of client a lot of fun clients Uh, a lot of clients that were turned into direct orders like there was one that used to send me five articles every every morning for like a year and a half and his stuff was super easy to do too uh but that's part of the problem with the is that it's anonymity so when they yes. his company decided to hire an in-house writer they had to let me go they apologized profusely said they wish they could hire me directly and they gave me one hell of a tip hmm. so that's cool. I'm like oh, that's such a bummer though because they would have they so would have hired me on as an in-house right. writer uh... so that's that's part of the downside to content mills, I guess. Yeah. He's watching. Do you guys like better freelance writing or blogging and why? That's a good question, actually.
1: Well, so back to our topic. Um, I was thinking of uh, one reason that I like content mills more than blogging sometimes. Yeah. And this would be, I think this would be for people who struggle with uh, imposter syndrome. Uh, Or, or some version of that, like, because like, what if it's not imposter syndrome, and you're just a a genuine imposter? Or what if you, uh or for whatever reason, for people who want to write, but feel weird about blogging, because they feel like, I don't know enough, I'm not expert on that, or whatever. Granted, there are ways to get around that. But Here's one of the things that I like content mills. I love the anonymity mm. of a content mill. That can be a, p- a plus. Yeah. Like to some people, it's like, and you mentioned in your video of uh, why you prefer blogging over text broker a couple of years ago, mm. you talked about how you want to get your name on stuff. You don't get a byline when you write for content mills. It's just anonymous, but that can be an advantage for folks who just maybe get anxiety or they feel nervous about something or they feel like uh, they just feel like, well, who am I to write about this topic? The beautiful thing is when you're writing for a content mill, um, your name isn't on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly. like,
1: you can just, if you can Google, you know, um, protein needs for seniors or something like that, or how to unclog a kitchen sink like nobody cares you know who you are yeah. um some uh, someone some plumber is going to put their name on it and they're going to fact check it or just they'll just read it over and they'll just say oh yeah that's how you unclog a kitchen sink and they'll put their name on it and they'll publish it and you get your 7 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever it was yeah. so um you know that's kind of one of the benefits there so that's yeah. a plus for people write. who feel yeah, for people who feel like, oh, I don't want to do blogging. I don't want to put my name on this, like, because who am I? Blah blah blah. Oh. You can if, if you can Google it and write about it. You can make money, and it's all anonymous. So that's one plus there.
0: See, and I've and I know a couple of people who hate the idea of having their name or even their picture on the internet. So, yes, stuff like that, that would too. be great for.
1: That too, because if you are shy, or like I was saying, you you get anxiety, Um, there's a blogger that I knew um, who used to write for, she was actually contributing content to a site that I had, and she wanted to disappear because she had um, just personal issues with people in real life, and she just didn't want them harassing her anymore. Yeah. And uh and so she was like deleting she wanted me to delete all her content uh off of my site cuz she was she had her byline on there. So um that's another plus it's, it's for people who love to write or who just want to make some money writing um and you're afraid to put your name out there, you don't want your name out there. Hey man, content mills are anonymous. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a plus. Yeah. I like that one.
0: Yeah. Um Let's see. Uh, I think another another plus for me would be the fact that it's instant money. Um, the speed uh, yeah. which
1: you get can write and then get paid. Yeah. Talking about content mills. Yeah. Specifically.
0: Yeah, especially with uh, well, even with uh, some uh, some clients will pay almost immediately too. So, um, hmm. it's it's better in a sense that you can get cash now if you need it. Like, I can't tell you the number of times where writing for a textbook or uh, getting paid that Friday saved my ass in terms of bills. Yes. Urgency. Yes. I mean, you get the, you yep. know the cash is coming in. Bam, you get paid Friday in PayPal. I have a PayPal debit card, so it's 10 o'clock in the morning rolls around. I know the money's there. I can pay my bills. That was great. Yeah. When it comes to blogging, though, unless you have a large audience, you don't get that guaranteed income. And even then, right. uh, places like Amazon and Google and all these other ones, uh, they don't pay you out as soon as something happens. Google will pay you out on the 20th of the following month. So yeah. you don't month. have that instant cash. And um, Cherish sells the same way. An affiliate program I use, uh, they pay you out once a month the next Amazon,
1: month. Amazon, yeah. most affiliate programs once a month. Up pages once a month.
0: So if you start off like the next day and you need that cash coming in, you have to wait 30 days. (laughs) Right. So like with the content mill, bam, private clients for the most part, bam. So the writing for a client, um, you do have that sense of getting that instant cash. You don't have to worry about waiting on it. So that's a pro for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most most content mills I, I worked for, wrote for um i think it was weekly most of them were weekly or some clients were bi-weekly but um still better than monthly yeah All right. yeah there you go let's see i think ron had a comment in here uh i missed it
0: uh he was oh. asking yeah go ahead
1: ron says i like affiliate okay we're asking what do you guys think of blogging versus freelancing so ron says i like affiliate marketing if i can ever figure figure out how to push traffic to my articles yeah that's what we're talking about yeah it's like (laughs) it's like yeah blogging works great if you're getting traffic but it could take time it could take years and six to 12 months (laughs) two years i have i have uh i had some articles that didn't get anything for like, like on hub pages, didn't yeah. get any traffic until like two years later. They start showing some life. And I'm like, what the what fuck, yeah. <laughs> thank God it was evergreen content. You know? <laughs> but, um, oh, well, yeah, it's like it the can take a while.
0: The buy me a coffee article, um, when I first wrote it, it took four months before it showed up on the top of Google. Yeah, so it, yeah, it and there's not
1: tons of, and there's a lot less competition for that topic. Yeah compared to some of the others that you write. And oh, yeah. you, so even even if competition isn't that strong, it can still take a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Digital Work says, content mills are great if you don't like going back and forth with clients and marketing your writing services, just write and get paid. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one of my pros to it, is that you can crank it out. Um, your name's not tied to it. So even, okay, here's a good one. So, there's been times where I wrote an article that I thought was the dumbest piece of content ever. This is coming back. The client's going to hate it. It's going to need revisions. This was a shit article. And not only did they accept it, they gave me a tip and gave me glowing reviews. Like, really? (laughs) Are you serious? Because this was crap. Right. Right. So, there's times where you can push out a bunch of junk and people will pay for it. And I feel bad because it definitely was not my best work. (laughs) Yeah. It's their dime, so.
1: Right. Yep, the client is right. If that's what they want, that's what they get. Yeah. That's what they'll pay for. Uh, And the same will happen, too, with blogging. Sometimes I'll, I'll spend all day or days on a blog post thinking this is the best thing I've ever written. And it's just, no one, people don't react well. And then something that I wrote off the top of my head in 15 minutes and uh, you get a ton of comments on it and a bunch of shares and feedback. You never know.
0: All I could do is think to yourself, and this is the shit you guys like.
1: (laughs) I know. Right.
0: (laughs) Yep. There's a uh, couple of posts on Ryder Sanctuary and I'm like thinking this was like perfect. I mean, I did everything right. And it's like. It gets maybe two or three visits a month. I'm like, oh, mm. really? <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I'm still counting the words. Okay, so since mom's not here, I'm gonna have a duck fart. Cheers! The duck fart is Crown Royal and Bailey's Irish Cream, and you can see it's in a. Um, I have a cool shot glass here. My mom introduced these to me. Um, they're actually not bad. So she's not here tonight, but bottoms up. To
1: mom. Duck
0: farts. (laughs) I guess she got it from a TV show. Duck Dynasty maybe? I don't know. Both sides of my family are redneck, so it has no idea. (laughs) And it is Income Over Time from Samantha. Uh, Yes, Income Over Time is one of the pros I wanted to bring up for blogging. Is that um, you write something good that is evergreen. And you can keep getting traffic to it. That one article will keep bringing in money year after year. So, and you wind up getting paid more than what a client would pay you for it. So it's kind of worth it as long as you write something that's good. Like, like we were talking about earlier, I've got a ton of articles on Writer's Sanctuary that I thought were good that aren't so much. So right, <laughs> they don't make well, me dick.
1: <laughs> see the thing though with that. And oh, here, here's another benefit, well, could be a benefit of uh, freelancing is you get paid whether there's traffic or not. Mm. You know, with blogging, it it's not even, I mean, to an extent, it's about how good the article is, but the blog post, whatever you want to call it, but it's kind of not, like, um, it, it, it really depends on if you get traffic to it or not. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I'm, you know, because like you can write really good stuff, and if, if you're not getting traffic to it, if people who – and there might be people who would love that article, who would just love the shit out of it because it might be unique. It might be something that they've never read on anyone else's blog or, or website before because, yeah. I don't know, maybe you're just coming at it from a unique angle, something that can connect and they can relate to. But if they never see it, they never see it. So yeah. it's it's not even how good it is. But then that can kind of fuck with your head. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're if you're traffic if you're not getting traffic on it, then you start to think, oh man, it was a it must, be, yeah, it must be crap. It wasn't very good. It yeah. must be crap. Well, I'm not going to write that. I took a chance. I'm not going to write that kind of stuff anymore. So it's like ah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yep. When it comes to shit like that, your mind will do the most damage to you. Yeah. I think than any client will ever do, at least it is in my case, and I know a lot of uh, writers on Twitter that suffer through uh, imposter syndrome as well, how they don't feel like they're good enough to publish, and so it's not um, a unique problem. It seems like a lot of creators um, face that. I don't think I'm good enough, I don't deserve my traffic, there's times where I'm looking at my subscriber count thinking, why the hell are all these people subscribing to me, you know. <laughs> So and then I get and then I get the comments where someone says this is exactly what I'm looking for. Thank you for the help with textbooker. That one guy, um, I don't remember if it was a live stream or on a video, where he says that I helped him pull. He was having a hard time making ends meet, and with the help that I gave him through my textbooker videos, that he was able to pay off his debts and stuff and get his family back on track. Yeah, was that? Yeah. that was, was their live stream. Right? That was just a few weeks
1: ago. Yeah, uh, I forget if it was Monday or Friday.
0: I think it had to have been Friday. Except I, I swear you were there. But I, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. But yeah. yeah, I'm like, so that right there, it it makes me feel good, and mm. so that's why I do what I do. But there's a lot of creators out there that have such a hard time getting to that point, and your yeah. mind can do. Way more damage to you, to your career than you'll ever think about. So,
1: and there you go. If for people who are on the fence, should I go with blogging? Should I go with freelance writing? If you don't have thick skin, if you maybe feel struggle with some insecurities, yeah, and um, and you're not like fully committed and you don't have a lot of self discipline or whatever. Sorry, I'm getting notifications here. Yeah, yeah if you struggle with uh, with with that, and it, and it, you know, it'll be really easy for you to get derailed um, if you go with blogging. If you go with blogging, it could take a year or more before anyone starts showing up, or if uh, before you start getting uh, the the validation in terms of traffic earnings, mm-hmm. right? So you might be judging yourself, thinking, oh, well, nobody likes it, Uh, I I must not be very good, or whatever. Uh So yeah, it's, um, you've got to, god damn, I'm like turning (laughs) this shit off. God, oh, it's a group chat. (laughs) Are you you hearing it? No. is Is it?
0: That's all you. Oh my god.
1: Okay. I have to just pretend it's not there. <laughs>
0: oh, God. At least it's not like, digging in our ears.
1: <laughs> damn it. I, I lost it. I forget what I was saying. Oh, Go see, ahead. that would have been damn a great
0: me. clip. <laughs> oh,
1: How do I turn this shit off?
0: So, uh, while Chris is fixing his screen, <laughs> God. Aurora Consulting says that's so great. Um, it is. Uh, it's like there's times where. Um, you can ask Sam, there's times where I'm thinking, you know what, I'm, I should be just be done. I push myself way too hard and I'm thinking, you know, I'm never going to be at a certain level. And then I get those kind of comments or um, a client that really loves, like, Anna praises what I do all the time. And so it's that kind of stuff that builds up your self-esteem and your confidence to where you can keep pushing through and that's what you got to focus on. Don't worry about the trolls. Fuck them. Um, you can't please 100% of the people 100% of the time. It's impossible. So right. focus on your target audience, not what everybody else worries about. Did you remember what you were talking about? No, nope. not at all. <laughs> not <laughs> a clue. <laughs> There's Derailed still things by your coming gr- in.
1: <laughs> I still got shit coming in. The, the chat. Damn it.
0: Nice. <laughs> well, anyway, so let's see. How many pros have we gone over? Have we gone over quite a few pros? Oh.
1: <laughs> what? Oh, shot! I got, I'm, just, I'm not going to look at that. I'm like, what now? <laughs> how
0: what? many pros? <laughs> how many pros have we gone over?
1: Of uh, pros of uh, what? Blogging, freelancing, Blog- which is better? yeah. Know, I think we've covered a lot of uh, pros, things in favor of content mill freelancing. Let's talk about some Wyatt? of the. Let's take the other side. Uh, let, let's boost up. Let's praise blogging and all okay. the awesome stuff about.
0: Blogging. Off the top of my head, you own one hundred percent of the content and your website. Yes, and you control. Can you can talk about well if you get a uh, like i use self-hosting with wordpress now if you use a free platform you're kind of restricted or you have to follow certain rules you can't monetize every way you want uh, but if you self-host with wordpress like i do you can write about whatever the hell you want as long as you have an audience that wants to consume it there is no failure so Yeah, that's my biggest pro is that you own 100% of all of your website and your content.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Total freedom over uh, the content that you can write. You also don't have to worry about it going down or them changing their terms of service and uh, deciding that uh, now we're not going to pay you guys anymore. So you have uh, flexibility in terms of Payment Uh, options, monetization options. Yeah,
0: flexibility. You
1: can like a lot of platforms out there uh, that you could write for. You can't do affiliate links in there. You can't do any of that. If you're writing for a a client, um, you get paid once and that's it, and which is great. But you know, you you don't get uh, any any later uh, what do you call it recurring income possibilities.
0: Residual. Residual. That's that's to me.
1: That's the biggest pro of uh, blogging over freelancing is that it's passive income versus active income. It's residual, at least potential for ongoing income. And to me, that I mean, it's leverage. It's like if you want to get out of, if you want to get, well, if if you want to have financial independence, get to the point where you can work if you want to, but you don't have to, or, you know, you have, you can take time off whenever you want and it's not going to screw up your, oh, yeah your bills and all that. Like that's where passive income comes. Unless, unless you do so well with freelancing that you, and you're really disciplined and you save up a lot of money. And so you can write it out, you know, where you have uh, times where there's not a lot of work going and you could take time off. Great. Yeah. But I mean, As far as the lifestyle that I want to have, uh, which is nothing flashy, but it's just like I don't want to have the pressure of having to work, you know. So for me, yeah, the passive income, man, that's the biggest pro for blogging is the the potential potential income on there.
0: It's like I brought up earlier, that one article I have about buy me a copy, that will continuously generate income as long as I keep it in the top 10. So. Like all my blog posts will act technically. So as long as you can target a good audience and you have some great content that people want to consume, um, Uh you could take an entire month off if you want and you still have that income coming in. Like if you have affiliate links, you can still generate income from a really good article. So, yeah, you can spend, well, it's like some of those guys say, work for four hours a week and become rich. Well, yeah. If you spend the next two hour, uh, two years, spending sixteen hours a day, making sure your website can get to that point,
1: <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I had my, uh, at one point, I had, I don't know. Ha- well, I've had over twenty sites over the years, but <laughs> I think at one point I had about half a dozen that were active yeah. at one time. And um, even on the months that it was down, I mean, I'd make two, two three hundred a month, oh. sometimes five, six hundred on the better months. And it's like even after I hadn't I hadn't written anything for a year on those mm-hmm. sites and I was still making hundreds of bucks a month. And it's like, man, it's I think back and I'm just like, ah, oh, if, if I could get back up to that point and just yeah. scale it up. You yeah. know, okay, why not have 10 sites like this or 20 or just put more content on the sites that are doing good, which is what I was yeah. starting to do. And then anyway, yeah. <laughs> income. sorry, man, I just I just love that shit. I could talk about passive income all day long. Man.
0: Oh, it's it's great. Yeah. If you can get to a certain point, um, it's worth it. But it takes a lot of work to get to that point. A lot yeah. of competition you have to overpass. And yeah. he, gotta know your audience. Um,
1: and you gotta be patient. You gotta be consistent. That's the hardest part is to keep putting out the content week after week, even when you're not seeing the results. And it's like, if if you, if you're focused on that, you know, and, and if your focus is all on the money, well, it's not so much that focusing on money is bad. It's just that if you have that short term, um, perspective, you don't have the long-term perspective and you don't have the discipline and the patience and the confidence because I, I, you're screwed. You, you won't yeah. keep putting in the work to get to the point where it starts to build momentum. Like, oh. oh man, I remember, I can't tell how many things I started over the years that didn't pan out fast enough. And then you start to have all the self-doubt. Oh, is this really working? Is this, <laughs> is this a scam is it yep. a ripoff is it real is this passive income just a bunch of bullshit you know is blogging dead <laughs>
0: oh, I wrong about
1: that. <laughs> is blogging dead every fucking year since i started in 2012 even when i started blogging they were saying blogging is dead oh god mm. Blogging's not dead it's nope. not dying anytime soon as long as people write words blogging there will be an audience there will be well, ways to make money with blogging
0: how do you think um or let's see um google alexa siri all of them all of the answers you ever any question you ask one of those platforms voice search they're pulling it from a blog blogging is not dead you just have to adapt and that means you have to start writing more for uh voice search or mobile devices, um, understanding your target audience, knowing what search intent is, um, keeping an eye on the algorithm of what Google's doing, um, stuff like that, blogging is not dead, you just have to adapt. So there's my two cents.
1: <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's go to the chat. Yep. Who, who, did we, who did we miss here?
0: Digital Works. What do we
1: leave off? Digital Works, what's the average? written words per day as a ghostwriter you think go ahead
0: for me or for chris
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well because that's a uh,
0: whole different story
1: (laughs) we have to ask a follow-up question here digital works uh what's the goal (laughs) um you know like if you want to be full-time you know um make a living kind of thing pay your bills as a ghostwriter um Average written words per day. Well, let me see. Um, and it depends on the platform, the clients, all of that, yeah. the pay rate. When I was at my best days on TextBroker, um, I was in the 8,100 words range in a day, making a little over 100 bucks. That was writing a combination of open orders as a four star writer and uh team uh team orders. Mm. So for me um 100 bucks a day, 8000 words. How about you Michael?
0: Um that's about what I was doing. Uh it depends on what was going on that day. Like I had like we discussed last time or around Monday where I was like when I first start writing um you're at home. And so everybody thinks they can Ask you for shit while you're home, cause you're home. You must have time to go shopping. You must have time to bring me lunch. You must have time to do this and that. I'm like I'm trying to work a job. People leave me the fuck alone. <laughs>
1: right.
0: So, but my goal, uh, my ultimate goal was, at my peak, was ten thousand words a day. But I averaged between six and seven for about fuck I don't know, like five years straight. So I was, yeah, I was a. Uh, my, um, like right now, my goal to, for 2021 is write 1 million words. Back in the day, I could easily crank out two. So um, it, like yeah. Chris said, it really comes down to um, if you're trying to make it a full-time job and how many jobs are available, what platform are you using? This was using textbook or Fiverr and writer access at the same time. So I'd jump back and forth on who had the most work. And so, yeah, I'd be uh, backing out. A lot of content every day. The average, though, I don't know. Uh, that's it. Everybody's different. It's really hard to say what the good, best average is because I know people that'll do um, five hundred words a day, or people like Chris and I will do eight thousand plus. So it really comes down to goals, really.
1: And if you're starting out, uh, who is it? Digital Works. Yeah. Um, if when you're if you're just starting out writing. I'll, I'll say this every stinking time that comes up. Writing is a skill. Um, depending on how you did back in school, you know, it, you might jump into it and, and do pretty well um, from day one. Um, if not, it might take you a while to kind of build up your speed. Um, like from I actually did pretty well in school. I wasn't a writer. I wasn't into writing. Yeah. I didn't enjoy writing though. Um, but I realized looking back that I actually learned a lot. With and I did okay in terms of spelling, grammar, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that helped me to um, um, ramp up my earnings a little bit faster. At least I, like, I was able to make a four-star on text broker um, pretty easily. I didn't start out there, but I, I got to that level pretty quickly. Um, Also, I had experience in college writing for my college newspaper. So that also gave me a little bit of a boost. So but if you're coming at writing day one and you get in and you're a two star or a three star, um, it it could take a while to build up, you know, like try not to get too discouraged if your first five, ten articles feels like pulling teeth. (laughs) <laughs> um that it's just painful and it's a slow process to try and get like when i first started it would take me all day to write a little 500 word article but you know 100 articles later i yeah. was getting them done in in 20 30 minutes uh sometimes 10 15 minutes you know um
0: just but it's a skill
1: it takes time yeah it's
0: all about build building momentum yeah like when so i say that i was doing 8 to ten thousand a day I didn't start off at eight to ten thousand a day. Oh,
1: me neither. <laughs> I think
0: my first payout from Textbooker was twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So that was twenty five hundred words for the entire week. Yeah. So. So it.
1: And those are my best days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, don't compare uh, your experience with ours because, especially with mine, I have more than. 5,500 articles done in Textbroker alone. That's not including Writer Access, Fiverr, GreenGeeks, any of the private clients I've written for, all of my blog posts. I have done more than 10,000 pieces of content for thousands of clients across the globe. So that is a completely different story than if you're trying to just start from scratch. Don't yeah. don't compare yourself to me. Work on improving your ability. Um, what I did was I started off with... I want to see if I can write a thousand words a day. So I would work to hit a thousand words and then I would increase it as I went. So every week I would try to write more and more and more. And so you really can't um, pit your experience with ours because we've had experience with text broker. We know how to crank it out. It's, it took us, it took me anyway, a year and a half to hit uh, four stars. So. Um, it wasn't an overnight fix you have to work at it so if you're thinking 2500 words a day so you won't get burned out that's good if that's where you're at but don't be afraid to see if you can write two thousand five hundred and one tomorrow always work for self-improvement
1: yeah Yeah. so um like digital was saying um yeah you were thinking of 2500 words a day so you don't get burned out Oh, I'm trying real hard not to derail this this <laughs> video because we're finally staying on topic. I was going to say, um, yeah, I did I 2,500 words this morning. <laughs> I, I know a thing or two about burnout. Um, oh, yes. Yes, yeah. you do. Um it up, Chris. Shit. So, yeah, um, if 2,500 words is where you're at, just start there and uh, just go with it. And, you know, try it, try it for a month. Try it for two months. See how it goes, you know? I mean and if you on days that you feel like you can ramp it up a little bit ramp it up push yourself yeah. a little bit on days that you feel like you got to back off then back off yep. you know um yeah definitely avoid burn actually burnout is probably a good no it's not a good topic did we seems like we talk about burnout every time i open my. Mouth <laughs> i think we did podcast. i think
0: episode two was burnout <laughs> <laughs> oh no Whether it that was, was the topic or not episode yeah it was it was either episode two or three it was we we. were we, Started off on burnout, but I don't think we ever covered it. <laughs> oh,
1: God, anyway. Well, okay, so right. let's, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, we're talking about pros of blogging. What else we got?
0: Well, I just want to address digital works real quick. It says very good oh, advice, yeah. guys. Sure. Thanks. You are very welcome, digital. That's why we're here. I am all about helping people. That's why I created Rider Sanctuary to begin with. So, yeah. Anyway, okay, so we did pros on what, what, what?
1: Oh wait, actually, yeah, since we got digital works here in oh, the right? chat. So uh, DW can I call you that? <laughs> So what uh what kind of writing are you doing? Like like I mean wait, if, you, if you if if you want to share a little bit in the chat, you don't have to, but if you want to, like where are you at? Like um what's your experience so far with blogging, with freelance writing? Um what do you, you know, what are you trying to get into on that? Go yeah, ahead and let um, us know how we can address that more
0: how far are your goals if you want to take it like um my favorite story about how i started in fact i mentioned in the book that i'm writing is how my so-called best friend that's a long story but let's share another time was i know this story (laughs) he wanted to um it was shortly after the computer center's major um uh, client went out of business, so we lost 83% of income overnight. He was stressed out, he wanted to try something new, he came across Textbroker. So he decided, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a shot, and he wrote, uh, wrote an article. And at that point, the entry for Textbroker, I guess, seemed a lot easier, because it sounds like people are having more of a, a more difficult time nowadays than when I first started. So when he wrote his article, they rated him as a three star, and he was so pissed. I mean, he was screaming in my basement about how it's bullshit and that he's a much better writer than this, and this is crap. And I mean, he just went off I'm like, dude, you could give yourself a heart attack. So, um, him and my ex moved—not not Sam, but my first ex—moved to Utah, abandoned me. I had to shut down the career center. That's in the book too. Um, I decided on January 1st 2012 to give it a shot so I thought you know what fuck it let's give it let's see what it's all about I'm not the type of person that's going to um, I take what somebody's experience about something is as a guide but not as a justification so like he said it was shit I'm not going to put all my faith in what he said so I'm going to give it a shot they rated me as a three star I know that I had no clue what I was doing as a writer, especially for AP style English, which is what text broker wanted. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do what I can to be the best damn writer possible. And so that's the attitude I took towards it. And I became quite the success at it. So that's my whole point is that it really depends on how much effort you decide to put into it. Are you... Is this something that you want to do on the side just to pay some bills or put gas in the car or buy a pack of cigarettes or drink a beer? Um, Or is this something you want to use to buy a house? So um, I made that distinction. I said, fuck it. I'm going to go for gold. And I did. And I was very good at what I did. So you've got to decide, um, is this going to be a part-time thing or do you want it to keep leading to something better? Because... Uh, stuff like text brokers and content mills are a great place to start, but they're not the end game. Uh, for some people, I do have a viewer. Um, I haven't seen her for a while. She said that she only got into text brokers um, because she wanted just a little bit of cash extra every week. She wanted to spend more time or spend more money on the weekends with whatever she made. And that's fine. Um, she was yeah. completely happy with doing content mail. She had no interest in finding pl- private clients. She had a full time job already. She just wanted a little bit of extra income. That's great. But if you want to make writing your career, you got to expand. And um, it all really depends on what you want out of the experience. Go ahead. Um. Let's see. Well, I was I was done. <laughs> oh no! Uh, not only the chat. not only goals, but ability. Yes. Um, that's another good one. Oh, so I don't want to like. I try not to discourage people that really want to try writing, but there are some people that really shouldn't. And I'm not trying to be rude, but like, there's my there's been a few interactions I've had with people where clearly they are not writers. And they're just trying to get into it for a side gig and they really shouldn't. (laughs) And so you've, if you want to be a writer, you got to build that ability, but there's some people that have absolutely no interest in doing that. And so I'm like, God, you're giving the rest of us writers a bad name. (laughs) I, I try not to be a dick about it. So I, I'm more of, um, uh, what's the term? I'm more, I don't want to say political, more diplomatic, diplomatic. There you go. (laughs) I've been drinking. Writer. (laughs) I grammar properly. (laughs) I grammar. So I'm more diplomatic about it, Uh but um, there's some people that clearly don't have the ability. And also I came across somebody in Twitter recently who, um, has an ultra thin skin, Uh, she was on the verge of tears from just interacting with some clients. I'm like, that you've got to get rid of. If you want to be a writer and you want to deal with clients, you're going to have to check your feelings at the door because you're not going to please 100% of the people, 100% of the time, impossible. So I, I tried to say that as nice as I could to her and try to like give her some hope but to let her know that that's something you're going to have to work on if you want to be serious about this.
1: Yeah. And that's freelancing or or blogging. Yeah. You know, cuz it's like and cuz I mean, I've I've had some bad clients but not too many, but even the worst clients are nothing compared to the worst people on the internet. If you're oh, gonna be yeah. a blogger yeah. or a YouTuber or something like that, like people
0: suck. <laughs> like, people
1: will trash you, and there were oh, people yeah. who like their purpose in life is to follow you and uh, never, <laughs> never give you room to breathe. They will nope. just harass you online, like For it's the... their calling in life. Like they're like they think they're doing the world a favor by
0: trolling you. <laughs>
1: by trolling you or something so yeah either way you gotta have thick skin a bit
0: yeah um let's see i i write a lot of sales copy so i guess it's considered copywriting yes it is i also have to add it to the website for the client well actually i would take that uh if they're using a content mill or not content mill if they're using a content management system like wordpress add that to your resume um WordPress runs 40% of the internet and that's the entire internet. That's crazy, right? So um, anything you have that can reflect WordPress, add it to your resume, even if it's just posting content, get that in there because uh, people will look at it. Um, you know, Mike talks about buying a house in recent terms, but even when he was doing textbook or he was making enough to pay all our bills. Yeah. Actually, I I was able to bring in quite a bit of money when I was doing Textbooker. It's like the, I bring that up as that, uh, buying the house. Um, even if Dan was to die tomorrow, which God forbid, and he doesn't, but he's like getting up there in years and he's not in the best of shape in the world. Um, I can afford, uh, everything in the house without him. Um, I would have to drop half my blogs and most of the YouTube channel stuff. I would still be able to do my live streams on Friday's podcast, but I would have to drop like anything else in the middle of the week so I can go back to writing. But uh, as it stands right now, like if say he died tomorrow, I still bring in enough to pay for everything. And so, and all of that came from starting off with content mills and building momentum. So but even like Sam said, um, when I was back in Sterling, I, while well, I quit writing, or I quit my job at the school District because I was making two to three times more than what they were paying me. So that's even when Sam kept telling me to come bring her lunch and go shopping and shit. <laughs> but yeah, you can make quite a bit of money on content mills. Uh, I find it difficult being a generalist, uh, meaning being able to write about anything I need to niche down. And that um you know that i would have to say is personal preference i know that there's a lot of freelance writers on text on youtube that want you niche down and they say that you can make more money that way and in some cases you can i became a generalist because i wanted to um, expand what i could do in tax broker so when i first started tax broker i wrote in Computers, networking, and technology, because that's what the computer center was, my business that I had to shut down. So I focused on those for about, oh, uh, I don't know, maybe a month or two. And then I found that there was far more work in all the other areas. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. So I tried, and I, it turns out that I had quite the knack for business, marketing, um, home improvement, travel and miscellaneous I think it was that I wound up doing the most buddy in. <laughs> so I started becoming a generalist because I didn't want to be tied down to one niche and I wanted to be able to write anything I wanted and I'm really good at that there's one thing I excel at that I will always pride myself on is research I can research any topic and make it sound like it came from an expert that's why I was so good at text broker is because I was able to do that not everybody can. That doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. Um, it doesn't mean you're wrong. It's whatever works best for you. If you're able to niche down and you're able to sustain it, then yeah, follow your heart, man.
1: So digital works. It sounds like, um, I just went back up and looked at your previous comments. So, so right now you're doing copywriting for a client of your own and, um, like you, you mentioned, you're you're putting the, the content up on their site for them and the, going in the back end. So so cool. Um, you're probably making more per word than uh, you would at content mills like Textbroker, I'm guessing, for by the, doing it that way. Yeah. And so like you mentioned in a previous comment, you're thinking 2,500 words a day so you don't get burned out. And with copywriting for private clients, I'm assuming you could probably – pay your bills with 2,500 or or at least pretty close to it. Um, Yes, that's a good way to go. But like you mentioned in another comment higher up, it sounds like it is a little frustrating going back and forth with clients, also marketing your services and also what happens when your main client disappears and you're like, oh shit, (laughs) now what do I do? Um, (laughs) And so what Michael, so yeah, you're talking about niching down versus uh, being a generalist. Um, So it sounds like you're kind of stuck on the fence a little bit between um, do I want to go all in on content mills versus do I want to go all in with private clients? So if you're going to go with the private clients, um, yeah, all those YouTubers out there, they say you should niche down and you'll make more money. I agree with them. I think they're totally right. If you're going with private clients, you can then market yourself as a specialist and private clients are going to pay Five, ten cents a word, twenty, yeah, thirty, fifty cents, a dollar a word and up. Uh, they're not going to do that for a generalist who writes their content mills. Uh, well,
0: uh, to for the disagree. Most part, <laughs> they will,
1: they will prefer someone who's a specialist, but um, and who presents himself as a specialist. Um, but yeah, if you want to skip all of the back and forth with clients, and you just want to write you know if you just want to write then content mills is a good way to go but you're going to have a tough time niching down writing for content mills like and, michael said
0: uh, making the money
1: you're going to if if you're going to go the content mill route you're going to have to learn how to adapt and see here's the thing too most uh, in my experience most of the clients at content mills um aren't super picky about yeah. having in-depth expert content. I mean, they want that. They would love that. And the if you can provide that, great. But I mean, when you have clients that just give you a keyword and they want 500 words, they just want 500 words. <laughs> you yeah. know, they, And so being a generalist might not be as hard as you think it is. It feels hard at first. I remember my early days going through uh, text brokers, open orders, the boards, you know, they have all the different topics that you can write about, and the work available. And I remember um, thinking, wow, I can't write about this. I don't know anything about this. I can't write about that topic. I can't write about, dude, I wrote articles about fucking boiler room plates. And I don't even know what the fuck I wrote. Like, I researched it. I put it into my own words, I cited my sources and I submitted the damn thing and I thought that's gonna get rejected. <laughs> nope. nope, they bought it. <laughs> they gave me freaking you know four star five star reviews on it. like you'd be surprised, you know um, yeah. so <laughs> so don't freak out about being a generalist and don't freak out about oh, what if the client doesn't like it? If they don't like it, they'll ask you to do a revision. Okay. If they do like it, which more often than not they will. I mean, if your if your writing is decent, and I think if you've got a client already, a private client who's paying you for copywriting, I assume your your writing is up to snuff. Um, yeah. Don't be afraid to give it a shot. Um, just just try yeah. try writing. You know, a bunch of different topics. Like actually, even. Give yourself a challenge. Like this month, I'm going to try writing, you know, 10 articles in 10 different categories, you know, yeah. or something. And just have a little fun with it. But um, it's not as bad as you think. Being a generalist, yeah. it's not as hard as you think. And that is the way to go at content mills, Yeah. I think.
0: See, and I could, I could attest to that. Like right now, I need another writer, but I need somebody who specializes in WordPress. So from the private client perspective, I can see how having a specialist is beneficial. But like I said, I'm good at everything. (laughs) My self-confidence is not that low. (laughs) Well, it depends. I I have a, a bit of an ego when it comes to my writing ability. I know I'm a badass. But when it comes to like doing the YouTube channel or doing blogs or... Anything else that has or being creative, like I'm really still intimidated about finishing seven and publishing more stuff on Wattpad because that's that's different. Um, the confidence that I feel for freelance writing spawns from having done 10,000 articles across the globe and making tens of thousands of dollars with my content. That's that's a verification to me that I know what I'm doing. But when it comes to my creative stuff, that's a whole different ballgame. Um, I'm really intimidated and shy about publishing some of that. And so I can I can feel where you're saying your self-confidence is still pretty low because in some degrees, mine is too. So you just got to get past that. That was kind of off on a tangent. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, it wasn't at all.
0: Well no, there's, con- there's yeah, there's times where I, I sound like I come off cocky, huh?
1: <laughs> no, I Arrigant. It depends. I, I well, see, I know you and I know your background, so I'm like, yeah. No, that that's accurate. That's not yeah. I don't think it's cocky. I mean, I I think it's legit. But yeah, um, you know, regardless of whether once someone wants to get into freelancing or blogging or anything confidence is you're going to need to have some confidence because you're going to put yourself out there i mean it takes it takes guts to hit that publish button on a on your blog or to hit that submit button you know to uh on a content mill or to a client um yeah and when your confidence is down um you won't be hitting that button (laughs) too much (laughs) When well, you're burned out and you're full of self-doubt or if, if, and you, you know, you've got people out there who have, who, you know, are going to criticize what you write. Sometimes you end up not writing. Yeah. And then you're a writer who doesn't write. And then yeah. you're on a podcast. And
0: About writing. <laughs> next thing you
1: know, <laughs> what do you know? Uh, well, uh,
0: see, see, it's, it's my, uh, it's my ulterior motive to inspire chris to write more on his blog by making him do the podcast every friday it's
1: not working but keep trying
0: right it's been this is episode four technically we've had six at least you're at least you're resharing your shit now oh god that is why i make mike edit and publish anything i write um yeah uh sam's not like expert writer either but she at least tries and she's worried about it and actually she's not that bad of a writer um she has the same problem i did when you first start yeah you're going to have uh things that you're going to have to work on there you have to smooth out the rough edges every writer has so once I smooth out her rough edges. She might turn into a decent writer. Um, I have a writer right now who's on my uh, one of my teams for my client. That um, he was on the verge of being fired. They didn't want him anymore. Uh, they were getting ready to get rid of him. But the owner has is a softy and said, "You know what? Let's give him something else to do." So we gave him some other type of blog post to write aside from the tutorials and all that because he just wasn't getting it. And I took that boy. And turned him into one of my best writers so you've don't um that self-confidence part it it'll come you just got to keep working at it
1: yeah and and the best way to build self-confidence is to actually do it oh yeah because uh then it's like you can look back and say okay well that's that's why yeah i am i am a writer i wrote 800 yeah. 800- something articles for text broker and a hundred for, for this guy and 300 for my blogs and niche sites. And so I've done over a 1, thousand, 1500 yeah. blogs and articles. And so, yeah, I'm a writer. So fuck those guys yeah. who don't like what I write. Oh, well.
0: And you, you know what helps me out uh, digital is uh, when you start doing your own blogs and you start um, and you're able to put your name to the content you create, after about a year, Google your name. Oh, I tell you, it's a boost. It, when you start seeing your name appear in search and you start seeing yourself on all these other different blogs and how um, it, it, you feel pride in it because you're like, God, I am a badass. You Google my name, I'm all over the internet. I tell you, it's, <laughs> I'm on, It's see, I'm on, uh, obviously, Rider Sanctuary, Crossing Colorado, Colorado Place, Practically Living Green, Green Geeks. Um, I think there's a couple of um, guest posts that I'm on as well. I mean, I mean there's like a slew. I'm everywhere, and I love it. <laughs> it. It's a confidence booster. So start getting your name tied to stuff, and Google your name after about a year, and you'll, it's, a, it's night and day. I'm. It's pride. I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not a narcissist, but it's, it's a nice feeling to know that I came so far and have built so much out of this. So try that. It's, I'm telling you, it's a confidence booster. So I think we covered quite a bit tonight, actually, for the first time ever. Yeah, right. I don't think we ever went across any cons though, did we?
1: uh kind of touched well i mean sometimes when you talk about the pros of one it's automatically the cons of the other but um yeah we didn't uh well let's see con okay real quick cons of freelance writing well um okay if you're going for private clients uh like digital works was saying you've got to actually market yourself and go hustle up those clients and uh you got to do cold calling or cold emailing or something like that to try and attract these clients. Mm -hmm. Um, if you've got anxiety and thin, thick, uh, whatever, you know, thin skin, (laughs) uh, thin skin, uh, Uh, whatever you've got (laughs) self-confidence issues, um, anxiety issues, whatever. Um, and that's, that's already off the table. So, so screw that. I guess you've got maybe content mills, um, I talked about that in my video, which I deleted years ago. Is that um, one of the reasons I write for Content Mills is because all I do is write, and I don't even have to talk to anyone if I don't want to. And even if they talk to me, I don't have to even talk back. And if, they, <laughs> and if they never give me more work again, that's okay because there's a million other clients on on Content Mills that I can write for. So right. there you go. You know, so if you got anxiety issues, okay, Content Mills are okay. You know,
0: see. Um, And just to interject here that if Chris actually Uh kept his videos on his channel, I could have added a card to link to his video. (laughs) Oh, God. But no, somebody deleted their entire library.
1: (laughs) What's up with that guy? Okay, cons. (laughs) Cons of blogging. Um, It takes forever sometimes to uh, get traffic and start making any money. Uh, Even if, well even if you're really good at what you do, like Michael's really good at SEO. Um, that's pretty much what he does kind of for a living with with creating content and, and editing and all this stuff. So he's like, he gets his content, he can get content to rank, but even then it can take
0: months oh, yeah. before it
1: starts to, to get any traction. So that's one of the cons. Like it, we talked about urgency and speed uh, today. Yeah. If, if you If you got bills to pay, like next week, next month, then you're going to have to go with active passive income is going to take a while to build up. So uh-huh. you got to focus more on active income. So that means freelance writing. And but if you're going for private clients, that can take a while to land some clients, get some work going, learn how to do contracts and all that shit. So you might go with content yeah. Um. So, yeah, blogging blogging is going to take a while. Uh, if you need money now, blogging is definitely the it's a long game
0: yeah blogging is the long game let's see digital work says good advice i know a lot of writers use alias names or pen names i was thinking about using a pen name at one point but i like searching for myself you know and like <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i just i uh I'm doesn't sorry, that I, sound narcissistic <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna quote that i'm gonna pull that one out i like searching for myself
0: what it is is that um like what oh you know what like everybody's all how can you dox yourself like when they, when people dox people on the internet or on twitter I'm like do you know what back in my day doxing was the white pages so <laughs> right <laughs> I don't, so there's a whole different mentality when it comes to stuff like that from generation X, because we grew up with it. That's kind of funny. Yeah. a <laughs> uh, uh,
1: girl I went to high school with, um, won't say what her real name is, but, um, well, I won't say what her pen name is either, but anyway, she uses pen name. <laughs> and she's even changed her pen name, but she made a career writing, uh, writing novels and, and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if if uh, for whatever reason if you uh, don't want to put yourself out there, yeah, you can try. You can do a pen name, and then you can go with that.
0: Anywho, um, we were talking about what cons. Yeah. Oh, cons. Yeah. Cons. <laughs> um, go for it. Um, let's see. I think you already covered the major con, uh, especially with blogs, is that yeah, you can make bank. But it's going to take a lot of work to get to that point. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. So if you, like you said, if you have bills that need paid, um, blocking is more something you want to do the long term. Because uh, I know there's lots of people out there that make tens of thousands of dollars a month, but it wasn't something they did immediately. So right. you've got to remember, you're going to be investing some time. I didn't like... I wrote an article a while ago about separating the the ghostwriter from the creator. I wanted it to be I wanted something with my name on it. Like that's why I started writing on Wattpad is because I wanted something that was mine. As a ghostwriter, you're selling it to somebody else, nobody knows you wrote it. I've created some of my best shit as a ghostwriter and I can't really point to it cuz it's not mine anymore. And so, you know, there's times where you want that um no, I, it's not justification but that um acknowledgement that you created something that amazing and so that's why i'm like i'm i don't i started leaning away from being a ghostwriter at that point in fact it was about five months later when i started doing more of uh, more work with private clients so that my name can still be tied to stuff and I started doing less and less with Textbroker because I wanted that recognition. I wanted, uh, I wanted people to know that I'm the one who created it. <laughs> uh, I didn't want, like, I don't care if I'm, I would love to have Stephen King's popularity, but, you know, <laughs> you can't compare yourself to a master. So, but, you know, I can, I would love to, like, see my name on the spine of a book or, um, Walk through Walmart and have somebody want me to autograph a book, that would just tickle me pink. And that's not gonna happen. But it would still tickle me pink.
1: Okay. I just had a you know what? And that would be totally not out of place at Walmart at two AM in the
0: morning. <laughs> right. Hey, it's a Walmart, right? <laughs> some okay. weird random-ass person with your book in their hand. Will you autograph this for me? And She's carrying like a can of cat food and <laughs> curls on her hair.
1: Michael with an eye patch walking through Walmart. Or maybe that would just leg hook. that would fit in fine with Walmart. That would Arr, not have the place. All right. So another con that I hear, I've heard every year that I can think of from more times than i can count more more aspiring bloggers than i can think of this con of blogging is oh but it costs a lot of money for a domain and hosting
0: oh, wrong think of that <laughs> wrong 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 that is oh and I come across these blog posts all the time where they say that you need to spend like $5,000 a year in blogging. Fuck that. No, you don't. Oh, uh, where the hell do these people get these freaking numbers from? And how much it cost me for five fucking blogs every three years? $293. That's it. That covers unlimited hosting and all the fucking domains. So don't tell me that I need to spend more than $5,000 to create some websites because you don't. Anyway.
1: Sam, <sighs> got the timestamp. <laughs>
0: I hate it when people do that shit. Like, okay, so what it is is that a lot of these uh, experts, what they do is that they say, okay, well, you have to buy your hosting and you have to buy your domain. But then they go into the cost of hiring other writers. At that point, you're not, you're no longer a blogger. You're an entrepreneur. And we've discussed this before, which is why I hate income school. So, <laughs> You'll hire, you'll outsource your blogging, which is going to cost you at least $1,000 a month. I can see that easy Um, from the client side. I have spent more than that on my writers. then you have to spend, like if you wanted to put $500 a month into your marketing, which if you have an e-commerce site or if you have something you're trying to sell, like a digital ebook or something of the like, then yeah, I can see that happening. But for a simple blog, no, you're not going to spend $500 a month in marketing. Um, God, what are some other costs? I mean, this one blog post I came across, I assigned it to one of my writers uh, two days ago and I was, it, ew it pissed me off. (laughs) Like I was on the verge of throwing shit. I was that mad. Like, no, it costs, if you were to go to, here's a plug. If you were to go to greengeeks.com right now and get, um, a blog and pay for three years in advance, it costs you $2 and 95 cents a month. And we give you a free domain for the first year domain names, 15, 16, $17 a year, depending on your extension or depending on the TLD that you want top-level domain, .com, .net, .us, .biz, whatever. Depending on that, that's how much you're going to spend. Still, less than 20 bucks a year for that domain. Now, if you're able to put in all the effort you need to make content, you can make that up inside the first six months. It's going to take a lot of work, though. I mean, you got to pump out some awesome content people want to read, click on some ads, get some affiliates going on, create an ebook and sell it digitally like that, like I'm about to do with mine. Um, there's all kinds of ways you can monetize your blog, but you don't need to spend $5,000 a month or a year or even 10 years. Yeah, no. I, I just want to like, I was this close. You can't see me on the podcast. I was like a hair's breadth away. From commenting on that poor person's blog post. And I know she's probably just doing her job for the company, but I was about to rip her new asshole. It pisses me off when people do that. You don't, it's not that expensive. Anyway. Oh, you hit a nerve. You hit a nerve. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm about to go off some more. <laughs> but she's not been drinking it, it, it doesn't it pisses me off you don't if you know what you're doing and you put in the effort and you do the work yourself like a blogger then you won't have to spend that much it costs you literally three bucks a month but if you decide to outsource that's where a lot of your expenses are going to be coming from i know this kind of right now because i am paying for um, a writer on practically living been green because i don't have the time for it but um I did write my own. I do write my own blog post, but I pay him to write more, which is keeping the site alive. That's the whole point. Um, and even then, I think I spend less than a hundred dollars a month on his content. So you don't need to budget so much money. It just uh, pisses me off. <sighs> I have had a few job offers recently through LinkedIn, no doubt. Uh, for all anybody watching or listening, um, LinkedIn for a freelance writer is your best friend. You'll get all kinds of offers. I get hits like I got a thing from uh, Slack today from Denver, making bank like whew. for the exact same job I do for Green Geeks. So, half tempted to use that as a bargaining chip. <laughs> probably not i love my job i love working for green geeks (laughs) um but you will get all kinds of offers from slack uh my point to that is at um as for agencies i get a couple of um inquiries a month from agencies i'm not interested in it um mostly because if i did that i'd have to quit the youtube stuff and my blogs and i have too much fun doing this shit so um not going to happen, but, um, I think I might know a couple of other people who have worked for agencies. I know one person I know owns her own agency. Um, yeah. Um, but as we're working for them, no, I, I've never have, uh, if they're going to wind up paying you, if they're pay you enough to where it's worth your time, then definitely yes. But you always, you always got to weigh that in. Uh, whether you're working a content mill, freelance writing or blogging, um, make sure you're able to sustain yourself. You don't want to like jump in and full bore into something without having a backup plan because your bills don't give a rat's ass how much you make. They're going to continue to grow. They're going to continue to come in every month like clockwork. Make sure you can pay your stuff.
1: Hmm.
0: And I think that's actually uh, when Megan, when I did the interview with Megan, that was one of my answers, was um, make sure you can sustain. Like if you have a full-time job now and you're thinking about writing, um, that's good. Keep your full-time job while you're exploring writing. Because if you drop your full-time job to explore writing and you turn out that you suck at it, you're screwed. And you just sacrificed a sure a sure thing paycheck for the prospect of making money. Don't do that. You want to be able to sustain yourself. I am considering it. I heard it's a good way to grow as a writer, but still get paid while doing it. Yes. Oh, I think we covered that. (laughs) I don't know.
1: But maybe we didn't do a good job.
0: My face is numb. (laughs) Crown Royal went straight to my head. All right. (laughs) Anywho, is there anything else we wanted to cover? We actually stayed on topic throughout the entire night that is a fucking first
1: pretty much yeah, yeah.
0: this actually might be our best episode ever <laughs> well, now if we actually get, it, around, right. get it up on uh, spotify
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll just call this episode one yeah <laughs> practice
0: yeah I could do that. <laughs>
1: actually, yeah, it's not a bad idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think we're about to wrap things up. Um, we actually did pretty good. It was, uh, yeah, okay. If anybody's having has any questions about blogging or freelance writing, let us know. Uh, Michael, what do you think of lead magnets or doing free work to get more work? Did you ever write for free? No, I. I'm a bit anal when it comes to my writing. I had one person contact me and was asking me for my prices. Like, you know what? All right. 25 cents a word is what I charge right now. And technically that's actually a fairly decent rate compared to what some other people will charge you. Uh, the 25 cents a word is what it is worth for me because that's going to take time away from my own blogs and my videos. So that's what you're going to pay. And she was incensed. <laughs> She's like, "That is so much." I'm like, well, go somewhere else, because <laughs> like, I don't care. At this point, I am one of those type of person. I don't need the money. Uh, the what I get paid right now pays all my bills, pays the mortgage. I have, um, I'm paying for. Well, I'll just pay for my daughter to go to DC. Um, I'm giving her a hundred dollars to spend there, and. I've got enough money to where I can live comfortable. I'm not rich by any means. I have no car. My van is falling apart. It has a flat tire. I got to get my license back next week. So like I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but I do make enough to pay my bills and that's all that matters to me. So when somebody asks me how much what it costs to write this article, it's going to cost you because now you're taking time away from the shit that I want to work on. <laughs> So no, I don't write for free. <laughs> the only time I write for free is if I was to do a a, um, a guest post on somebody's blog. But technically that's not for free because I'm getting a backlink for it and getting more exposure. Like I was thinking, like Chris offered for me to write on his blog. And I was like, if I had the time, I so would do that. <laughs> I just, I'd never have the time to write you a blog post. <laughs> And Chris wrote, wrote a blog post for me. In fact, your how to bullshit yourself to make more money on, on uh, content mills still uh-huh. gets a ton of traffic.
1: For so, real? Yeah, there's people <laughs> that
0: still come to that blog post. That was like two years ago. It's me, it's me. Yeah. I, I go
1: every day just to seem relevant.
0: <laughs> so hey. that would be the only time I would ever write for free. Uh, I don't do this whole like... There's influence out, influencers out there that say that, "Oh, it, give me a dinner for free, and I'll do a shout out for you to my to my followers." No, you're gonna pay. <laughs> I don't do shit for free. Eat a dick. Not gonna happen.
1: <laughs> hey, KDC. I know your comment was to Michael, but I'm gonna chime in. Um, you said, "What do you think of lead magnets?" So, for those who don't know, a lead magnet.
0: Uh, well, okay
1: short answer, I would say for freelancing, no uh for clients, no, for blogging, I would say yes, um I mean, in a sense, everything you do blogging is free because no one's paying you directly, but um specifically like would you give away free content like as a lead magnet, yeah, absolutely do that on your blog um, because I mean, especially if you have a but have a plan in place. Like, uh, you know, if you're going to do like a drip email campaign and you oh, have yeah, yeah. tripwire products, you're going to have higher end products, get all that stuff together first before you drop your, uh, well, actually you could do the lead magnet ahead of time and start building your list before yeah. you even have a plan on how to monetize it, but make sure you follow up with monetizing it. But as far as freelancing for clients, no, uh, you <laughs> don't need to. and, and, oh my God, even, especially on, platforms uh any type of content mill or platform if they want you to do free content uh like as a test article well not a test article but like a, what do you call it um introductory like well a sample if if they want a free sample yeah now it's one thing if they say they're gonna they're gonna pay it they're they'll pay you if they decide to use it and if they don't use it then you're free to use it on your blog you know something like that i would be okay with but people that want free samples nah
0: yeah well the only sample i would ever send is 300 a 300 word article that i wrote before um i do have samples from when i first started that that would be the only thing and um i would guarantee that they would not be using it on their website so i have complete rights to it you use it on your site i am going to sue your ass this is my sample (laughs) right but like from a, a a client's perspective, we actually pay um, for our test writers. So like if somebody decides they want to work for us, um, we we'll say okay, we got ten articles for you. I'll write these. We'll pay you. I think the going rate at the moment was I was paying one point four cents, which is what you get on Um or 1.4 cents a word, but we'd actually pay for those articles. So we weren't asking for free samples at all. In fact, yeah. um, my the owner who's ahead of, uh, above me in the grand scheme of things, he is actually the one who brought that up. Like we will not be doing free samples. Um, we will pay for anything someone submits. So like if we use it, like, all right. Cool. So um, yeah, we, there's a lot of companies out there that don't um, ask for writing for free. And if they do, I would say question it a bit. Um, sounds kind of shady. I have yet to come across a company that wants free samples, other than a basic three hundred word intro. Um, like, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever come across any actually. I've like done stuff. I've actually um, inquired. Uh, big businesses like Blizzard, which is writing for games. Um, I came this close to applying to Blizzard. Um, oh, you should. I, I, I should have too. This was should've. back when this was back when Diablo 2 was still popular. So I should have applied. I could have been writing Diablo Three and Diablo Four. Oh well, should have. See, this is what happens when you don't take those shots because you'll miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So yep. you never know what's going to happen if you take that shot because if i would have if i wouldn't have gotten the job then i'm no better or i'm no better or worse off than i am now but who what if they would have picked me up huh? mm-hmm. i could be walking around with diablo head bust behind me <laughs>
1: yeah okay let's wrap it up come on give your
0: give your all right let's go um let's see (laughs) i think we cut everything up uh your time is valuable no matter what you do in life time has value from sam yes absolutely i agree with that um i'm all over the internet it's kind of hard to miss me another golden slogan from (laughs) michael yeah i'm all over the place i'm like a disease This is what happens when one of us drinks and the other one stays sober. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. I think we're going to wrap it up. We, this was, whew, wow. You know, initially I was thinking these shows would last about an hour, but I think it's the yeah, engagement. Me too. It's it, the engagement of people actually asking and interacting is what.
1: Oh yeah. I Plus love we it. don't know when to shut up
0: oh yeah we this is for me i don't know about chris i can't speak for chris but for me this is an amazing amount of time i love doing these thank you for watching everybody um we have a great time i will see you guys on monday and chris and i will be back on friday and hopefully one of us will have podcast up this week so you can hear it on spotify at which point i will share the link on social media on twitter facebook and linkedin i will also add it to our videos um i'll probably go through the past ones and probably copy and paste the link into those i don't know i don't maybe chris will do it because i'm not very good at marketing (laughs)
1: I wasn't paying attention. What am I going to (laughs) do?
0: I don't know. All right, guys. Not a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'll see you guys next week.